Oh my goodness, today is a special day. You know, normally over the last four Sundays it's been, we started out in our home and we've divided our time equally pretty much, or you've heard three messages or four messages each time. Well, I tell you what, this morning you're going to hear one message. It's going to be one amazing message. That's right. Because it is my distinct pleasure to introduce, bringing on the on the platform here to bring the bring the message to bring the heat this morning this man who is one of valley's own three amigos been up here many times as a as a a three me third amigo most of the time but he is uh, an incredible first and foremost an amazing powerful man of god yes uh, who's focused determined he's an amazing husband father and an incredible speaker. I just want to bring up and introduce, turn it over to Matthew Forsyth. Yes. Let's go. I am so excited to share this morning for you guys. Um, Two nights ago, Pastor Lynn called me up and he said, what do you think about preaching? And I said, you know, I first want to talk with you. And so we talked for about an hour And by the end, I go, this was so sweet. I feel so encouraged. Let's go for it. So uh, only two days to prepare, but I have a friend called the Holy Spirit who uh, can give me a message at any moment and any time. So I'm thankful for Holy Spirit always coming through. Well, actually, at the end of our time two nights ago, Pastor Lynn prayed over me. And uh, I got a lot going on, as I'm sure many of you do, uh, with work and family. I mean, all of our lives have been uh, turned upside down. Uh, we're, we're in places experiencing things that, at least for me, I've never experienced before. Uh, doing work in a way I've never done work before. And so I had a lot on my heart. I had a lot of concerns, maybe like you, a lot of, you know, unknowns, about where I'm at, where I'm going, what's going on. And Pastor Lynn prayed over me. And I want to tell you, by the end of his prayer, I felt so much peace. Thank you, Lord. I felt so much peace. And immediately after, I said, okay, you know, my pastor, my friend, he's tasked me with preaching and what am I going to preach on? And and many topics went through my head, but you know, the whole time, you know what I kept feeling and experiencing? The God of peace. Amen. (laughs) Amen. And I couldn't think about anything but peace. I couldn't feel anything but peace. And so I go, God, I think you want me to speak on peace. Mm, So good. He's like, you got it, son. That's right. (laughs) Amen. Amen. So I'm going to share for a little bit, but I just want to open up with this. You know, I love to teach and I love to preach. I particularly love to pre- teach right now. I love to explain things and revelation God's given me. But you know, it's not what's taught, it's what's caught. Yeah, that's good. So I could teach for four hours. I'm not going to do that, by the way. It'll be much shorter, I promise. But what I trust the Holy Spirit to do, even right now, is that wherever you're at, overseas, in another state, not Idaho, maybe you're here in Idaho at home, you're watching on your phone, you're watching on a laptop, you're watching on your TV, that you would begin to feel God's peace. 
that you would know that he is working all things together for good and that he loves you. So again, it's what's caught, not necessarily what's taught. So I'm just so excited for you to experience God because I know he is faithful. So I want to talk about God's peace. And I just began praying and I began just saying, Lord, remind me of things you showed me before because I'm experiencing your peace right now. And it's such a good gift that the worries are fading, the fears are fading, the anxieties are fading. Um, but I know your, your peace is not cheap. Your peace is, is so substantial because your peace is you. God's peace is, is the gift of himself. Yes. It's not like his peace is a gift and then he's something separate. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah, that's good. The scripture says he is the God of peace, the Lord of peace. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace. Mm-hmm. That means peace is yes. the yes. substance of God. It's his very being. Yes. Thank you, Lord. And so really when we experience his peace, we're experiencing a beautiful a beautiful aspect of Jesus. And I could talk on many aspects, but tonight I just want to speak of his peace. I want to just unravel this amazing God we have in, in his great peace. You know, but before I can talk with peace, I was praying uh, about peace. I was praying about this, and the Lord says you must first speak of righteousness. So I want to read a verse here. So if you have your Bibles... Uh, I'm reading out of the New King James Version. I've had many versions over the years. This particularly is my favorite right now. This is Romans 5, 1. Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. It's foundational. I want to just read that again. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, my friends, if you're, if you're longing for that peace and you're not feeling it, maybe you don't know God. Maybe you don't come here to Valley Church and you're a family member or someone told you to, you know, hey, maybe, maybe go and listen to this. Maybe you saw about it on Facebook and you're, you're really listening to the message of Christ for the first time, or maybe you haven't in a long time, I just want to share with you, if, if you're not experiencing God's peace, God first wants you to know and receive that he has made you righteous. That he has made available the gift of being right with God. And that's no small thing. Because isn't that what we want? We, we know that there's a God. We, we believe in him. But if I'm not right with him, then what's the point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If, I don't, so if I don't know I can stand before him innocent and without guilt or shame, then I don't have a relationship. Mm-hmm. But the good news of the gospel is that through Jesus' blood, through his life, through his death, through his resurrection and through that sacrifice that he made, we just celebrated it last week, we now can have the gift of righteousness. Thank you, Jesus. What is righteousness? It's I'm in right standing with God. There's no guilt. It means right relationship. It means there's nothing between the two parties. It means God's approval. That's right. It's not 
it's not your thought, maybe he approves of me. It's God's approval. And I want to share with you this morning, you may not feel approved of, you may feel inadequate, you may feel guilty, but God's righteousness is available. God's righteousness is available. Because through his son, in his son Jesus, you are approved of. And so I just I just want to I just want to invite you even right now. I know we're I'm going to do a a blessing a little later, but right now if you don't know what it means to be right with God, I just say right now you know you've committed sin. You know that you have fallen short. You know that you've broken God's laws and his ways. Right now just receive. Thank you God for making me righteous. Thank you for doing what I can never do in and of myself. Thank you for bridging a gap I could never bridge. Thank you. Just receive it. Just receive it. Simply like a child. So when by faith we know that we're righteous, we know we have that right standing, one of the first fruits we begin to experience, if not right away, is a deep abiding peace. A deep peace. And what, it, what is the peace of God? What is it? I mean, we feel it, and I think, you know, we know when it settles in us and on us, but what is God's peace? God's peace is his rest. It's, his, it's him bringing order where we never could bring order. It's that tranquility that comes over us in the spirit. Even that word peace, is, it means welfare. It means prosperity. But, but at its core, it's that settled feeling He has worked all things for good and I am whole. I am whole. I'm not bits and pieces, fragmented, anxious, worried. I am whole because you are in me and you are whole. That's what God's peace is. And that that gift he gives those who know that they're righteous. And I just want to read a scripture here, uh, another scripture, Romans 14, Romans 14 I've heard Pastor Lynn preach on this many times. This is one of my favorite, favorite scriptures. But it just highlights really clearly how peace is the fruit of righteousness. For the kingdom of God, this is Romans chapter 14, verse 17, if you're following along. For the kingdom of God, the realm in which God rules, this is how God rules. This is how God gets things done. This realm is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So good. Do you see the connection there? If you have his righteousness, you will undoubtedly right away begin to experience his peace because that's how God operates. He does things that are right. He, he, he aligns things and what he does are holy and they are righteous and his throne is established upon righteousness. And as we begin to feel the Holy Spirit, God begins to rule in us. But guess what the first part of his rule is? You begin to feel his peace. You begin to feel his peace. You begin to feel his peace. In Isaiah, it says the fruit of righteousness is peace. God worketh righteousness by peace. So good. So good. So good. Oh, love it. So I want to share also, so that, that gift of God's peace, and I want to share 
another verse here. Let's go, another scripture here. Second Thessalonians. Let's go to Second Thessalonians. Come on, keep them coming. Keep them coming. I hope you like the word because I have a couple more scriptures here. I, I, I figure if I share the word, I can't go wrong, right? Right. Oh, where is it? Yeah. Second Thessalonians 3. Here we go. Second Thessalonians 3.16. Yes, Second Thessalonians 3.16. I found it here. <laughs> now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace always in every way. The Lord be with you all. I want to read that again. Now, now this is a benediction, but how often, you know, Paul's benedictions, his openings are sometimes the meatiest part of the whole letter. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So true. Sometimes I just, I'm on the first verse and I go, I don't even need to go any further. Know, <laughs> like, wow. So true. Okay. Now may the God, sorry, may the Lord of peace. Yes. So he's the Lord of peace. Amen. How does he rule? How does he Lord? Through peace. Now may the Lord, Lord of peace himself give you peace always in every way. Listen to every word there. Give you peace when? Always. Always. And in what kind of ways? In every way. In every way. So this is good news. You know, right now, even as believers who know Jesus, it's almost like we think maybe at times, maybe you felt this way. It's, if ever there was a time it's okay to give way to anxiety or worry or fear, it's now. And, and, there's a lot going on right now. But I know what God's word says. Amen. Amen. And that means corona or no corona, I can have peace at yes. all times and yes. in every way. Yes. His Amen. peace is like a river, yes. the scripture Amen. says. Yeah. Does a river stop? No, it keeps no. flowing and flowing and flowing so and flowing. Good. Yes, it does. You can have peace right now. And we don't need to give the devil a foothold by saying, right. you know what? If I can worry about my job now, because it is the most unstable it's ever been. And I think sometimes, I'll be honest, I've done this, you know, since all the disruption, where it's almost like, you know, everything's unsettled. It, it, you compromise maybe a little bit and think, I can give way to this, this anxiety and fear. And, and, and somehow you think by being anxious, you're going to solve your problems. <laughs> But they never seem to work out. In fact, they, they seem to get a little worse when you yeah, do that, right. if not much worse. And so I just invite you, we invite you, as we're experiencing right now, yes. <laughs> receive his peace. Yes. If you know you're righteous Thank and you've received that gift, then you have right as a son or daughter of God to his peace. He wants Thank to give you his peace. What did Jesus say? My peace I give to you. Jesus didn't withhold his peace. He freely gave it, and he knew how precious that gift was. He knew how precious his peace was. And you remember, we, we all know the story. Maybe you don't know the story. I'll, I'll remind you of it. So right now, we're, we're in that time after the, the cross and the resurrection, right? And let's go back a couple thousand years, and, and his disciples saw him crucified. And they knew he said he was going to raise from the dead, but most of them, the scripture says they didn't really believe that. Okay? They didn't believe that. It says they, they didn't believe. I think at one of the Gospels, it says none of them believed. Now, seeing is believing, and they'd never seen it before, so. Exactly. They had never seen it before, right? 
And so they were afraid because there were many Jews who didn't believe Jesus was the Messiah. And so there was persecution because they knew they were the Jesus followers. And so they're up in the upper room, terrified, the doors locked for fear of the Jews. And Jesus appears suddenly. And what does he say two times? Peace I give you. Peace be to you. And then it says he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Thank you. Receive my righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And so if you're locked up in fear, if you don't know how you're going to pay the bills, maybe, and I don't say this lightly, I'm sure that there's some listening who've maybe lost their jobs and you don't know how you're going to get by or maybe you had a pay reduction or your company, maybe you own a small business and you're not sure what the future of that small business is. Jesus is speaking to you now in your fear, in your anxiety, in your unknown, and he's saying, receive my peace. Yes. Receive my peace. You see, when God's peace settles on us, we begin to know with experience an awesome promise. And I'm not, I'm not even going to turn to it. Romans 8, 28. And God will work all things together for good mm. for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. You see, when his peace is at work, we know we don't have to figure things out. I don't know how I'm going to make my job work. I don't know how I'm going to pay for the bills. And God's saying, that's not a burden for you to bear. That's not what you're to bear. Let me take care of it. But you know what? I want to work with you and through you. Yeah. And I'm going to do that through peace. I'm going to move in peace. And my peace will go before you. And I'll order things you can't order. You know, just today at work, I, uh, I was doing a webinar with, a, with a, one, of, one, of, one of our stores over in, in Colorado. And I had done many of these webinars. And a lot of times they just don't go right. Or, you know, you have technology. And sometimes it doesn't work because the internet's slow. And, and, you know, ever since talking with Pastor Lynn and him praying for me, I have just felt so much peace. And so as I'm doing this webinar, as we're getting on and there's, there's a couple employees there, I just, I just began to feel his peace. And I began to say, Lord, you're with me. You're the Lord of peace. I'm just gonna maintain, even while I'm doing this, that won't be my, my focus. I'm not gonna get anxious on, on what I'm doing. I just wanna be with you. And so I, I taught and then as I'm finishing, a customer comes in as the perfect scenario of exactly what I was teaching them. And they're like, this never happens. This is crazy. What's going on? And it was just beautiful. It wasn't, oh, I'm awesome. I'm 12 hours away, a 12-hour drive from this store. There's no way. I, I, it wasn't one of my friends who I called and said, hey, come in the store at 1.32 p.m. No, God orchestrated that. And it was a very positive experience. I was able to talk with the customer as, as the customer was talking with the rep in the store. And it was just, it literally was a perfect fruit, if you will, or example of what I was teaching on. And I felt like the Lord's like, Matthew, I can do this all the time. And you've seen me do it before. I love doing this for you. I love being glorious for you. I love bringing order where you can't bring order. 
I like bringing rest where you can't bring rest. I like, see, God's peace is, God's peace brings divine alignment. Divine alignment. He orders what you can't order. He puts together what you can't put together. And that's why it brings rest. Because when we experience his peace and when we have that assurance, we know I don't have to figure this out. But I'm going to trust in you with all my heart. I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. Right Right now, right here, I'm going to know you. And your peace will come and you'll direct the path. So good. I don't need to direct my own path. You're going to do that. And so I got one more scripture for you. One more scripture for you. This is 2 Peter. I was doing door-to-door sales about six years ago, and I remember this couple. uh, They were in the Boise area, and I was selling internet door-to-door, and I remember just spending about an hour, hour and a half in their living room um, and just found out they're believers, and they, you know, I shared how I'm a believer, and we just began to fellowship even though I did, just met them. And I remember as I left, uh, the customer had to sign a receipt, and the lady wrote a verse. She just wrote the reference on it. And I know scripture pretty well, but when she wrote it, I didn't know what it was. And I'm like, I'm going to have to look that up later. And so I went home, and I looked up the scripture, and this is what it is. And it's become one of my favorite. This is Second Peter 1 verse 2, 2 Peter 1 verse 2. And again, this is the beginning of, of Peter's letter. So it's, it's really just the intro, but it's one of the meatiest parts of the whole letter. <laughs> Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God mm. and love of that. Jesus our Lord. I love that. Isn't that a good verse? So yes. Good. And let me back up a little bit because we were talking about righteousness, funny enough. He talks about righteousness right before this. So I'm just going to read from the beginning. You can back up a a verse or two. Simon Peter, a bondservant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have obtained like precious faith with us by, have we attained this faith? By the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ. You'll see this pattern once it, it just... Chew on what I've shared today. Go back to the scripture. There's so many more scriptures I can't share just because time doesn't allow. But a lot of times when you see righteousness in the Psalms or the Old Testament or New Testament, you'll find peace right around the corner. Yes. And that's not just true in the scripture. God's speaking realities that can be true in your life. And he wants that for you. And so let me read this again. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. And that was about, like I said, six or seven years ago. And I went home and I read that verse and it just leapt off the page to me. And I don't know how many times in my heart and in my quiet time, God's brought me back to that verse. Yes. You know those verses, and, and, and I don't know if this is different for different people or just it's true for so many people because God's so good and his word is alive. I think that's probably true, right? His word is living. Yes. It's breathing. It, it speaks and speaks and speaks and it speaks again. You might get one thing out of it and then tomorrow you get a whole new thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how much, I don't know how much time I've spent allowing the Lord just to unveil this verse, but I'm just going to share a little bit and then I'm going to, and then I'm going to wrap up here, but grace and peace be multiplied. Thank you. You know, I, uh, my favorite subject, especially when I was young, was math. You know, uh, subtraction, addition, they're kind of fun. Division, you know, my favorite, though, is multiplication. I mean, God loves to multiply, 
right? He likes to take the, what, two loaves and five fish and, and just feed the multitude, right? And, and we have a God, even in the beginning, right in Genesis 1, he, what did he tell us when he created us? What did he tell man and woman? What was his first command? Multiply. Fill the earth. And I don't think that was just having kids. I think he's saying on every level, be fruitful and yes. multiply. Yes. In, your, in, your, in your gardening, be fruitful and multiply. In your work, be fruitful and multiply. In your speaking, be fruitful and multiply. In all of your ways, be fruitful and multiply. You see, from the beginning, God is all about fruit and abundance. And he, why? Because it gives him glory. What, is it, what does Jesus say? It is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. So abide in me and you're gonna bear much fruit. And so again, I love this promise here because grace and peace are multiplied to you, but how? Exactly. In the how? knowledge of God. Mm. Now this is almost a different sermon, but, but it all relates to peace. <laughs> because if you want, you may be asking, how do I actively walk in peace? Okay, I know when I, in certain moments or when I first came to Jesus or certain times, but it's not continual. And I know believers that they seem to have peace a lot more. Why is that? And right here, right here is the key to that. It's multiplied in the knowledge of God. Eternal life is to know. I know that's one of Christy's favorite <laughs> verses. <laughs> she, she often shares that from, from the stage, and I love it when she shares that during worship. Eternal life is to know, okay, the knowledge of God. It's, first off, the knowledge of God is the knowledge of God. It's yeah. what he knows. Yeah. It's what he knows about you because he sees you as righteous. God has a knowledge of you that's amazing. He loves you. He values you. Even if you don't think that of yourself and maybe have a hard time, there's a knowledge of you, the knowledge of God. It's what he knows. So, so that's the first thing with the knowledge of God. But the other thing is, it's a relational word. That word know is not just like, okay, I know, I know 10 facts about someone or I know all of these mathematical formulas or you know, I know how to fix a cell phone or I know how to operate a cell phone. This is an experiential knowledge. This is a relational knowledge. And as we, through the Holy Spirit, know Jesus, and as we spend time with Jesus, and when it's about him and our relationship with him, and just talking, just exchanging, he walks with me and he talks with me. He lives, he lives. That, every Easter, that was a song we sang growing up. He lives, he lives, he walks with me. Jesus wants to walk with you and talk with you. When you're getting out of the car, which we're not doing much of that right now, but when you're getting out of bed, when you're walking, when you're getting food, there's no part of your life where he doesn't want to walk with you. And that's right. the knowledge of God. Yes. It's relational knowledge. Yes. It's knowing him and him knowing you. It's an exchange. And guess what? Somehow, God is so good. He's saying, you just do that, and I'm going to multiply grace and peace in your life, and I'm going to bless you beyond measure. We don't seek the blessing. We seek him. Amen. And then God, in his goodness as sons and daughters, says, now I'm going to multiply it back on you. And you know what? I'm going to make it so you don't need to worry about that stuff. You don't need to wonder how, I'm, uh, how, how, how things are going to come through. I will, make grace, I will make grace and peace multiply to you. You just know me. Just know me. And I'm going to work out the rest. 
So he's inviting us today to know him. And yes, right now, not when Corona's over, not when things go back to normal, (laughs) then I'll have peace. He's saying, know me now. I am the God of peace. I am the Lord of peace. And I believe he's inviting us right now to walk in a peace that makes the world wonder. Why are you so content? Why are you at rest when you don't know the future? When you, when, when there's, you turn on the TV and the economy's doing this and the economy's doing that, why are you so at peace? It's because we know the God of peace and he lives in us. And so I want to pray. I want to pray right now, wherever you're at, whether you know him and hopefully even, even as I've been speaking, I just trust that many have come to know him. And I just want to release over marriages, over families, over children, over finances. I'm just going to release right now. So just prepare your heart. Prepare your heart to receive. We have a good father and he likes to give good gifts. So maybe even now prophetically or just as a sign, just put out your hands where you're at, like you're receiving a a Christmas gift or a birthday gift. So Father, I thank you for every person watching. You know every detail about their lives. And you know every uncertainty. And right now, I just release your peace. In Jesus' name, I just declare peace over you, peace over your mind, the peace of God which passes your understanding. I declare peace over your body. I declare peace over your finances. And right now, Father, bless them. Just bless them right now that they would feel you, Holy Spirit, just settling them. Just settle them. Settle them. All is at rest. All is well. It is well with my soul. Lord, we just thank you that you're becoming our all in all, Lord, right now in this moment, that you're becoming people's all in all. Jesus, thank you that we get to intimately know you, truly get to intimately know you. And we just thank you for your sweet presence, Lord, your sweet, sweet peace that we're experiencing and those watching are experiencing. Lord, we love you. We love you. We love you. We thank you for your sweet, sweet presence, God. Lord, we want to be a people of your presence that are aware of you at all times, Jesus. That you're our thought when we wake up, when we go to sleep, you're our thought, Lord. When we dream, we dream of you, Jesus. That we would intimately know you, like Matthew was saying, that we would intimately know you. So God, we just thank you so much. We love you, we love you, we love you. 
Jesus' name. Amen. His presence is just so sweet right now. <laughs> it's like, like you just don't want to move because he's real. It's, it's what you were just sharing. He's real. Yeah. It's it's not just um not just oh I had a moment of peace but it's it's him and he's real. Yeah. And when we put our attention on him and we become really aware of the Lord, put our trust in him. Yeah. We're like, "Oh, that's you. <laughs> I really can have your peace. I can experience yeah. you." As we slow down. You know, we we just slow down. Yeah. Oh, I was just thinking about um, it's Paul when he talks about I'm, I'm being content in all things. Yep. You know, where he was just so in love with Jesus. Like Jesus was, you know, his everything. He was content in all things. It's yeah. just like you were saying, that kind of peace, truly being content when you know God. Yeah. You can be content in anything. Yeah, and Paul, when he wrote that, was under house arrest or prison. Exactly. <laughs> he was shut in, you know, in a, yes. in a way much harder than most of us are probably going through right now. Yeah. That's when he shared about contentment. Yes, content in all things, because he knew God. Yeah. He knew what life was really about, which was knowing the Lord, being one with him, having him in us. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Whew, this is so good. Um, we just thank you, Lord. Yeah. Do you have something, Pastor Lynn? You're about to say something there. I was just thinking about well, one thing. I was thinking about something I'd said a little earlier. Somebody that absolutely knew Jesus was Lazarus and uh, and another one. And, and what the disciples did get to see a resurrection when Jesus prayed for Lazarus, right. who was That's raised right. from the dead. So they did get to see. They did get, get to experience. But... When we talk about the worry and the fret, it was his sister. Wasn't that, wasn't that his sister? Yeah. 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 His, his sisters that were so fretting. And Jesus, if you had only been here, if you had only been here. But a time of anxiety and frustration, because if you were here, it would have happened. But we just get to know that he is with us always. He yeah. said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And we can just be at peace in just knowing that. Yeah. Good. But in the midst of their, like, their anxiety, that fret in that moment, they, had, yeah. they, they fell into it. They did. But then they got to experience resurrection life like never before. Yeah. I mean, they saw their brother raised from the dead. And then, whoo, that was a whole, <laughs> That's right. whole other ball game. Take those clothes off, those grave clothes yes. off. Yes. Take them off. So we're taking them off. Take those grave clothes yeah. off. Good. Yeah, well, we, we love you guys, and I'm excited to hear what the Lord does because this his peace is so real because that's who he is. Um, he's going to meet you every single day throughout this week. Let Like, really begin to meditate on, on these truths. Yeah. Look up these Bible verses um, throughout the week. Just begin to put this to practice, yeah. really put this to practice. Good. Um, I encourage you guys to... Um, throughout the week, like I said, stay connected with our different things we have going on with our, our prayer sets, our, our Bible study, the Zoom Bible study, our home revival series, um, all the wonderful things that we have going on. Stay connected. We're a family. We love each other. And really soon, we're going to be having a Holy Ghost party here together. Oh, yeah. And I cannot <laughs> wait. 
But we love you guys. We love you and we bless you. And we can't wait yes. to be with you all. Yes. We love you. Bless, bless you. you. We love bless you. So you. Much. Thank you so much for joining us today. Since our services are currently online, this may change how you usually give. Here's a refresher on ways you can give your tithes and offerings. To give using your phone, text GIVE to 208-504-0701. You can also download the Faith Teams mobile app. Click on GIVE and select Valley Church. To give on our website, go to valleychurchidaho.com and click on GIVE. You'll have the option to give using Faith Teams or PayPal. Lastly, you can mail a check to Valley Church, 2900 Life Way, Caldwell, Idaho, 83605. Thank you for sowing into the kingdom of God. This is such a beautiful time where we all get to lean into the Lord in new ways. We pray that His peace would fill your hearts and homes and that times of refreshing would come from His presence. We believe the best is yet to come.